0: Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. I really hope you guys had a good holiday weekend, um, a good holiday. I know it's kind of hard and a little bit of a bummer that the Devils lost so badly and then no changes were made to the lineup or coaching staff after that loss. Um, That loss kind of felt like it was going to be the final straw. Uh, It was that bad. And I thought that someone was going to go. I thought Hines was going to go. I thought um, something was going to happen. You know, like it's time for a change. And I was ready to say goodbye to someone, but nothing happened, no matter how bad that game was, which was very, very bad. Um, And that was a little bit of a shocker to me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the fact that nothing happened, uh, there was no change was really, I don't know what that says like it it basically says like we don't care in a way um we don't care to make changes we don't care to get better um and this is all from the higher-ups not from the players because the players can't trade people or fire coaches um but that's kind of the vibe i was getting um when no changes were made after that rangers game the rangers game was rough um like I said, I really thought it was going to be the final straw. Um, I can talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Um, Just wanted to get that out of the way, talk about it a little bit more uh, later. So today I want the podcast to focus mostly on the game tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Um, The Devils have a new lineup, like new lines. Uh, I'm, pretty sure they have like the same or similar power play units and domain is isn't net. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about the game coming up tonight and hope hope for the best. I hope that the Devils can pull this one out and put the New Jersey or sorry New York game behind them. Um, I'm not quite sure if that's gonna be the case. Um, but that's what I'm hoping for them because Coach Hines can only change the line so much. He can only change the line so much. He can only scratch certain players so many times before it's more than just the players, you know? Um, I don't know if that made sense. I don't think the players have anything to like. Yeah, the players um, are losing. <laughs> it's it's simple. If that's superficial. You can see that. The question is why are they losing? The question is what is contributing to their losses? Because this team looks good on paper. They have talent. So what is it? Is it the power play coach? It could be. The power play has been very bad, um, and maybe it's the power play coach that is that needs to be changed. Maybe it's the real coach because five on five hasn't looked great. Like I don't. I know I'm going off on a tangent right now, but I just I don't know what else. The players can do at this point anyway let's get into this game tonight um, I'm done being negative Nancy over here um, so all of these updates are courtesy of Amanda Stein on Twitter um, she's great um, I don't personally know her but I just she's really good at her job um and i get a lot of my updates from her per like her twitter um rather than some other beat writer which there are a good amount of really good beat writers for the new jersey devils Uh, amanda stein is just the one i prefer so that's a little tidbit on that um so the lines per amanda stein are Bokefist. Paul Palmieri on the first line. Second line, Coleman, Zajac, Gusev. Okay, that line is just not that different. Uh, third line, Hall, Zaka, Brat. Fourth line, Wood, Rooney, Simmons. Uh, defensive pairings are Green and Severson, Fatten and Subban, and Butcher and Tennyson. And like I said previously, Domingue is in net. So, yeah, those look a little weird. Um, let me read Buffalo's um, lineup first, and then I'll talk more about the lineup. Uh, first line Olafson, Eichel, Reinhardt, Johansson, Middlesat, VC, Skinner, Larson, Sheary, Gregenson's, Asplund, Lazar, and then the defensive pairs traded off a good amount Um, and that is per joe yurden on twitter as well treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with doordash right now our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter promo code locked on listening on the go if you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at lockdownpodcastcom backslash offers. So, like I was saying, the lines are a little weird. Um, that first line is different with Boakvist on the first line I like Boakvist and his style of play um and I think that he has the skill to be an impact player so why not throw him on the first line see what he can do um I think that that's going to be a real test for him see how he plays with you know first line players um on the first line um I think that's really interesting (laughs) um and I kind of like it. Um, second line is pretty similar with Coleman, Zajac, Usev. That's, that's a line that's been run before. Uh, the third line is Hall, Sokka, Brat. So moving Hall down to the third line was a choice. That was definitely made. Um, I think that he'll gel well with Sokka and Brat. I don't think that there's going to be any issues there. Um, I think the three of them are going to play pretty well together and produce um yeah I'm not worried about it and then that fourth line is Wood Rooney Simmons Simmons is back to the fourth line um I don't know there's nothing really different there that's also been a line that's been put out before so not a huge change and not a huge uh desire to see what comes of it because we kind of have seen it before. Um, whereas the first and third line, it's interesting. It's intriguing. So, yeah. So there's this quote that I found um, from Steve, and I'm going to but- butcher this last name, Kangulia his, his, his ad on Twitter is at KangymanMSG. Um, and he tweeted... The Sabres' Marcus Johansson, once a mentor to Jasper Bratt, had an interesting take on him this morning. Quote, he's a good guy, almost too good of a guy. So much of the game is about confidence. When I asked if he had the skill set to be an impact player, quote, absolutely, he's a player. Um, I really like that because... I don't know, Jasper Bratt is a good guy, and I think that he needs to build his confidence, and he has been building his confidence in the NHL. Um, So I think that that's kind of uh, him, Johansson, saying like Jasper Bratt needs a little bit more confidence, but other than that, he has the ability to be this impact player. He has the ability to play strong and make a difference on a team. And I think that that's what the Devils really need Jesper Brat to be, and I think that he can definitely be that for us. Um, It's a matter of when, not if, for him. Alrighty, let's get into the goaltender comparison now, because you know how much I love to do those. Um, So, Domingue is in net, and then Olmark is in net for the Sabres. So pretty sure is the backup against the backup tonight um, so at least it's a little bit of an even match there. Uh, Deming has a very small sample size as I mentioned before but he has played two games in the NHL this year or this season uh, his goals against average is 1.76 and his save percentage is 0.926. Um, Olmark he has a record of six five and two Goals against average is 3.00, and his save percentage is 0.911. So it's really hard to compare goaltenders with stats when the stats are not all there. Does that make sense? Um, Like, it's hard to compare goaltenders when... There is such a small sample size for Domingue uh, to compare him to Olmark. Um, Olmark is a solid goalie. Um, from what I've seen of him and what I've heard and what I know, is he's, he's a solid backup. Um, so let's – I've done this before. I'm going to compare him to Mackenzie Blackwood's stats too just to give you guys an idea of – what kind of goaltender he is? Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's goals against average is three point one two, and his save percentage is point eight nine eight. So very similar to Mark honestly. Uh, it's literally his goals against average is point one two higher, and his save percentage is point like o three lower. I don't really know. Um, but it's, it's very similar. So that's pretty – I don't know. That's, like, a little intimidating because Mackenzie Blackwood is good, um, but not as intimidating because he's not, like, so much higher than Mackenzie Blackwood. He's not, like, way above Mackenzie Blackwood, who's our starter. Um, and I think that Domingue can play really well. I think that he's a really talented player, a uh, goaltender. And I think that he, if his team plays well in front of him tonight, will, you know, be successful. Now let me look at the power play, because you know how much I love special teams. Um, power play for the New Jersey Devils is 28th in the league. And the power play for the Buffalo Sabres is 19th in the league. So, almost 10 ranks above us. Um, Penalty kill, we're 22nd in the league. And Buffalo is 29th in the league. So, that's good and bad. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like... Um, sorry about that. I had to clear my throat. Um, the power play is is average for the Buffalo. It's not like it's first in the league or anything up there. Um, it's pretty average. Um, and our penalty kill is a lot better than the Buffalo Sabres penalty kill. So that's good. Um, hopefully we can put that into action tonight. And hopefully we can kind of step our game up with the power play I know we've been struggling with that so hopefully the Devils have been you know focusing on it um heck now that I'm talking about it, let me just read you the power play units um first unit is Hall, Heisher, Palmieri, Gusev and Vatanen and then the second line or second power play unit is Bogfist, Brat, Simmons and Butcher with Severson rotating in for Butcher Um, so, yeah, that is our power play and hopefully we can step it up. Hopefully we can do something that's gonna turn the tides for us because we need something to get us going. Um, we really need something to get us going in this game tonight. Um, coming off of that really rough loss to the Rangers, uh, we need, we need anything we can get, <laughs> to to put it simply. Um, so yeah, I think that that uh, the power play and penalty kills are going to be important tonight for both teams. Um, I think Buffalo might be underestimating us because their penalty or their power play is so much better than ours i don't think that they'll realize how good how much better our penalty kill is than theirs um so hopefully we can keep that up tonight with the penalty kill and hopefully we can turn the tides with the power play okay so now i wanted to take a few minutes to talk about taylor hall because some stuff came out over the weekend um about him and trades and he specifically said to the media that he doesn't want to talk about it he will let his agent um, and management figure it out however he wanted everyone to know that he did not ask for a trade so that's like wild (laughs) to me it's wild like the fact that he didn't ask for a trade and the devils were like we're shopping taylor hall everyone like just so you know um that is wild like why would they choose taylor hall to shop and like i get it you can get a lot out of taylor hall um that sounded really weird um you can get a lot for taylor hall i guess um but I hear the asking price is really high. I'm not quite sure what the asking price is. Um, I've heard rumors of what it could be. I'm not going to say any of them because I don't want to give you guys false information. Um, But the asking price apparently is very high, and yet people are biting. People are interested. Uh, Teams are interested. GMs are interested. Taylor Hall is a good player, Taylor Hall is a good playmaker, he's a good skater, he's a good shooter, he's a good all-around player. He went first overall for heaven's sake. So, I don't see why teams wouldn't be interested in him. Um, I just think it's interesting that they would be giving up so much for a single player. Um, Now, we may throw in somebody else for a Taylor Hall trade. We may throw in a prospect or two. I'm not 100% sure how that would go down. But I don't know, like the the Taylor Hall th- trade rumors is just a lot because we've gone through this before with him. Um, and we've gone through it before before he was a devil. Um, we've gone through it with him. So it's just a lot. Um, and I personally like on a on a human level wonder how taylor hall's feeling because that would suck playing for a team giving your all to this team and then behind your back they're like oh we're shopping you like i would hate that and that would make me not play as well because i would be worried about being scrutinized by other teams being scrutinized by my own team um and it's like, why would I give everything to this team if they're not giving everything back to me? Does that make sense? Um, so I don't, I don't know how Taylor Hall is doing personally, um, like on an emotional level. But if it were me, I don't know if I'd be doing too hot. Um, that's rough. But I mean, I guess on the other hand, he does get to know that like he's good enough that people want him um it just sucks that the team that he's playing for and giving his all for and wants to like I don't want to say wants to be there but like I think he does um I think he wants to be there I think he likes the team um but it just sucks that that the team doesn't want him anymore in a way and I'm not saying like the players are against Taylor Hall I'm saying like management. Um, It's just interesting. It's a very interesting situation. I'm not saying that trading Taylor Hall is going to be the end-all, be-all for the New Jersey Devils. However, I do think a change needs to happen. Um, Whether it be a change in the core and shaking that up. um, Whether it be changing the coaching staff. Um, like clearing the bench out, you know, clearing behind the bench out, I should say. Um, and hiring new people there. Um, I really, I don't know who I would hire in place of John Hines. That's my issue. Um, I'm all for firing John Hines. I just don't know who would replace him. (laughs) Like long-term, you know, because obviously there are short-term options, um, but I'm, I'm talking long term because this team needs long term. If we're going to make that big of a change, which I think they should, they need something that's going to last. Um, and I don't know who that would be. I don't know what coach that would be. Um, and just something I wanted to point out is that I've seen um, people say that it's time to fire Ray Shiro. So... Let me know your thoughts on that one because I'm not sure how I feel about it. Okay, so I did mention that I would come back to the New York game. um, But I talked so much about Taylor Hall that I'm running out of time. Um, All I wanted to say about the New York game was that it was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing to watch. Um, The team didn't play well. They didn't look cohesive. They didn't look strong. Um, they just look sloppy and messy and it was a rough game. And I think that they need to be better than that because they are better than that, whether they know it or not. So I think that tonight they need to come back stronger. Uh, they need to come out ready to go and show everybody that, you know, they can do this. All right. So that is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, Don't forget, you can follow me at JK underscore Kender on Twitter, as well as Locked on Devils on Twitter. And do not forget, you, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you guys have a great day. Go Devils.